What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of The Real Value Exchange. Man, I got some heat here. Now, what's so cool about this is that we just met by happenstance. I mean, we were just, I was rolling through, exhausted in Chicago, and I was flying back to L.A. after the whole NBA combine week, uh, the after parties were were uh, ridiculous, just to kind of say the least. Sleep was limited, and um, I ran into a super dope brother, man, just another brown brown pigmented man ran up on me like, hey, man, you know, I'm trying to cut the line. <laughs> but long story short, I've realized that this guy was up to some major movements. Not only is he a programmer, right, he's an online educator, and he's a real deal YouTuber. I'm talking about 100,000 plus type followers. I think it was at 200,000. Is that right? Just today. Just today, 200,000, right? Yeah. Dude, that's super dope, man. I mean, and not only are you doing all this type of movements, you're about to head out to South America and go and become a resident and Medellin. Welcome to the podcast, Kazi. What's happening, brother? Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. It's going it's going awesome. Um, yeah, just it was really cool running into you like that at the airport. Mad random, right? Yeah, sometimes I feel like things just kind of work out in mm-hmm. a random way. I could have spoke to anybody, but it was just like the, you were the only person I spoke to. <laughs> and to be honest, it was one of those days where I like did not feel like speaking to anybody. That's funny. Like at all. Yeah. And then I just like, what's up, dude? How's it going? And then yeah, we yeah. just started chatting. And then you were like, I'm, you know, publishing like podcasts. <laughs> and then you're like three to four podcasts a week <laughs> and I was like damn because as a content creator on YouTube sometimes I fall off the the wagon mm. even though I'm supposed to be doing three to four videos a week we gotta talk about this immediately bro like I mean because whenever you're creating and you know it's, it's, it's funny like it's so easy to get into this um, creative stream and vibe like where you can vibe maybe for I'm not sure how long you can go but a couple weeks and then I'll, I'll have this dead spot like you know what I mean but the content still needs to come back to back to back to be consistent right i mean 100 percent. and you know all about that because you're growing your channels yeah i think it's really important that the people around you Mm -hmm. are also doing something because Mm. it's very easy to sometimes run out of that fuel Mm. you know and so as we're building this business like for those of you guys who don't know me probably everybody um running a business called clever programmer where we're teaching people how to code and get a job as a freelancer because when i was going to college um I didn't really learn anything about how to get a job with coding. <laughs> um, and I was kind of already getting freelancing work, whereas a lot of my friends were graduating but un- like not able to find jobs. Sure. So I was trying to help them out with that. But then, you know, you got to keep coming up with content ideas and you got to keep going. And sometimes you just feel like, like I'm 200 plus videos in. Wow. And you really feel like you've said everything you could have possibly said, except it's like, that's not really true. It's like, you gotta be around people who can ask you the right questions Mm -hmm. and bring out something that is a lot of the times like slipping your mind. I feel like, man, whenever I watch your videos, you got like tons of juice, like energies on 10. Are you like that every, I mean, obviously you aren't like that every day because you got the super like relaxing vibe. I feel like we're on the beach right now, man. (laughs) <laughs> this and is very I don't mean Venice either I mean like we're like on some you know chill you know closed off Malibu type of setup this is very unlike me I'm gonna be honest I'm generally pretty intense that's the comments I get from my friends family I like it though the, the only reason this happened is like like I told you right before I got here on the drive over in my lift I was actually listening to 
Headspace, mm. the app, and just like meditating. Have you made it through all like all through um, all ten levels? Because they got levels that are graduations to take you through. Um, not all ten levels, okay. but I've definitely done. They said three hundred minutes or something total. Oh, that's good. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. You're so, up there. so that was kind of cool, just having that vibe. But when I'm creating content, there are a few things that when people are creating content, they don't think about. So people think about, you know, AVL, audio, video, lighting, mm-hmm. but there's a lot more to it. And I'm not talking about editing either. It's like you have to bring that energy to the video because <clears throat> based on how I'm speaking, I'm either getting somebody's attention who's listening yep. or um, losing their attention. And so you can really control that. And there are different ways, like certain behind the scenes for other content creators. You know, I'm sure that they're listening and that follow you and also for yourself. Um, sometimes what I do is I'll do a little workout like right, like right in my house, right before the video. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then when I go, I'm like, boom, like, what's up? Like mm-hmm. bring that high energy in because um, it's really important because you have to give that energy to the other person if you want them to reciprocate and actually listen to you. And you don't need money to do that. You don't need thousands of dollars of equipment. And people will actually listen to your message if you just bring that mm out. On a regular basis. On a regular basis, yeah. Man, so, I mean, is that one of the key takes that you've gotten, I guess, to get to your 200,000 200, subscribers on YouTube? I mean, is, I mean, because that's not an easy feat, man. I know a lot of people put out a lot of content every day. Yeah, and they're stuck at a thousand, or stuck at five, or ten, and they kind of cross those type of marks. You even got a plaque, right? Yeah, yes. the YouTube subscriber plaque. Yeah, the silver medal. Hey. Um, the biggest th- challenge was how to go from YouTube and turn it into a real like business, hmm. because YouTube ad revenue it's great, but it's not that much. Sure. Um, unless you have like millions of subscribers. But now when you're creating a channel that's based really heavily on educational content, it's very hard to make it go viral. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it's not cat videos um, and it's not selling merchandise on the other end. So having that business model uh, is also very important. You know, so like we have done um, in the first 15 months of the business, we not only grew from zero to 200,000 subscribers, uh, but we also you know, generated about like 450K for the business. Wow. And it's real numbers, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I just like being like honest with everybody just so people have an idea of like what's possible. Mm -hmm. And it came from, you know, creating that personal brand and then uh, offering real value and creating real courses for real people that get them real effing results. Yep. Um, And so it's not just entertainment. It's like, their real results that people are getting as well. So I think that's sometimes really important. And people, when they're just doing YouTube, they kind of forget that. Man, you know, so, I mean, I guess my whole biggest question, I was thinking, like, why not just code? Like, why were you saying, oh, you could probably make, how much can you make as a as a? As I was a making over six figures yeah. while, like, I was going to college. Yeah, I mean, so you're in school making six figures. That's dominating on most people's campuses, right? Yeah. I mean, and why, what was the thing or what was the mindset or the ambition? Why go deeper and say, I'm going to create courses and teach others and have a YouTube channel that's going to really grow and, and have a reach? A lot of my life, as I'm reflecting, I always run away from pain. I want to go the opposite direction of pain or I want to help protect other people from pain. Um, and so for me, one of the driving forces was just the frustration I would see 
with my friends who would try to pick it up, spend fifty to a hundred thousand dollar in loans, wow. then come out and be unable to get a job. That's really frustrating. Like their whole life depended on it. Another thing was my mom, um, who had gotten herniated discs when I was thirteen years old, mm. and um, we got in a, a car accident. And everybody in my family who did everything they were supposed to do, my brother was like this um, computer engineer because my dad told him to be. Uh, my dad was doing like two shifts um, as a security guard. My middle brother was working around the clock, yet all three of them combined could not afford to pay for my mom's surgery. Wow. And so the question really comes down to be like, if you're living your life and doing everything, quote unquote, the right way, yet you can't take care of somebody who's so close to you and somebody you love so much, what's the point? Yeah. And then watching her grow up in like misery for the next like 10 years, it was very, very painful. And so for me, I wanted to do something that was like outside the realm of that. I didn't know what it was at that time, but it turned out to be like taking my coding skills and ultimately turning it into a business and then providing value to the world. And one of my main drivers and motivators was being able to get my mom her surgery, and I did last year. Wow, congratulations, yeah, man. thank you. You know, um, that's got to feel better than any award or plaque out there. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's, that's really cool. That's, I, mean, I mean, you know, I, I really love to hear people's uh, honest ambitions because you don't get to these levels that you've gotten to just because, you know, you wanted to make some money. Right. Or even just because you wanted to do something good in the world <laughs> yeah. you, you know what I mean like I mean it had to come from a very personal place yeah because yeah, uh, I mean how many videos are you dropping on a regular basis so it was when I started I was doing like one video a day so seven videos a week now it's more along the lines of one to two videos a month and the reason why it's slowed down a lot is because the traffic is not a problem like we have kind of overcome obscurity as Grant Cardone would say um, we have 7 million people who view the channel so far in a year and a half. But the thing is that like now I want to get the product, the service right and mm -hmm. build a real team of A players that can support mm. the people who join our programs and join our courses. We have um, 100,000 plus students enrolled in our free course. Um, and so we want to give them the best. And right now, YouTube is less of a focus until we get the internal structure right, and then we're gonna just go start uh, going on YouTube again. And so we're, we're gonna totally get you podcasting, right? I mean, that's a, that's a thing that's happening. I mean, how amazing this feels. I want to podcast just kind of for that reason alone. Man, you know, um, I tell people podcasting to me is not only, yes, it's the experience of creating, you know, with other people and having conversations, but it's just the honest relationship that you get with it. Like, I mean, like, we aren't even talking. I mean, this is a business podcast, but I don't keep my, I don't believe that it's just the tactics that we got to talk about. I love to hear about, like, the honest, why are you in business? Right. What are you doing? What's your what's your ambitions? Like, who are you yeah. in business? Like, who are you, period, right? Yeah. It's the human interaction that is just, like, podcasting goes crazy for you, man. I can tell you're going you're gonna to dominate that whenever you really press into it. You already have one going, though, right? You have a podcast going now. I had I just released another podcast, Dope. but okay, it's I'm not real podcaster because the first channel I had I have only three podcasts on that, and the second one I just produced my first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's all good. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I was inspired speaking with you. Awesome. And I and I couldn't believe that I could got I got this name to publish it. Unleash your inner wolf. Nobody had taken that. How was that not taken up already? Right. I was what? so surprised. So I just published it as that. It's still early, bro. 
I mean, it's still one of those landscapes people are talking about it, but podcasting is still at a place where you can come in and still make your own make your own waves in it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're obviously going to make some noise, man. So, all right, you're going down to South America. Mm-hmm. Out of all the countries in the world, yeah. why did you choose South America? I mean, the reason why I chose Colombia specifically, mm-hmm. um, well, one, I have been there. Mm-hmm. And going to the jungles and the crazy excursions and the whitewater rafting trips and how luxurious, well, not luxurious, luscious greenery. Sure. Coffee is amazing. Oh, coffee's lit. And I was between Thailand and Colombia, but one of the deciding factors for me was I like Colombian women. Um, <laughs> that will do it, bro. <laughs> and so I'm going to be honest. Like, yeah, please. Yeah. So that, you know, that with a lot of the other things, just like how I feel in Colombia, mm-hmm. just how the air feels fresh. And I don't know, it's hard to describe, but awesome. And then some other reasons are like your purchasing power is five times more. Wow. And to me, it's like, a lot of the times we're working for money, mm-hmm. and so it's almost like it has the, backwards. the money you would make in five lifetimes in the United States, you would make in one lifetime in Colombia. It's a real thing. And so that kind of sounds cool. Yeah, that's a real thing, especially the fact that you have an online business. Are there a lot of other online you know, uh, entrepreneurs yeah. down there? Is it a big community? Um, not bigger than Thailand, Bangkok, mm-hmm. but definitely they have a community of online marketers, uh, content creators, and yeah, I mean, I'm also interested in like a lot of personal coaching. So whether it's like um, striking, like Muay Thai mm-hmm. or Jiu-Jitsu, um, I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. Like it's it's pretty. It gets pretty expensive in LA. Oh, dude, it's beast it out here. It's really crazy. It's a beast out here. Yeah, that's why everybody has like four and five hustles. Yeah. Period. Yeah, and that just makes it too difficult. So while I'm trying to grow the business. You know, I I am willing and open to accepting help because I feel like ego hurts people a lot of times. They're like, I can do it on my own. I can do it yeah. on my own. But it's like, it would be nice to have Rome. 100%. You know? With us all day. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all day. <laughs> because, like, I wouldn't want to do all this work by myself. Mm-hmm. And I also don't know how to. Mm-hmm. But people sometimes will put their ego in the front and they're like, I can figure it out. Then they'll figure it out. And then eventually they'll get burned out by the process. I've been a part of... Uh um, about four startups. Uh, only one really took off. Um, what I would call taking off by scaling and then, you know, being able to exit. And it's like one of the biggest things that I think uh, holds people back from really growing the business is the ego. Mm-hmm. I mean, because so many of us want to come into it. We want to change the world. We want to have this impact. We want people to see our vision. We want to get across whatever we're trying to communicate. It's it's all me. You know what yeah. I mean? It's all like, yeah. I'm going to go to... I'm going to force my way into this into this world and you guys better catch up cuz you guys I'm the best at it. And what you learn, and I think what a lot of people learn when they start and launch their business is like, "Whoa. If you do a business properly, it has nothing to, to even do with you." I mean, I mean you have to I mean, yes, you can have a vision and, and but you totally got to be coming out of how you can help, how can you how, how can you serve? Yeah. I know it sounds cheesy, but that's I'm, I'm sure that's some of the um some of the things that you've kind of come across as well. Yeah. Or tell me if I'm wrong. Hundred percent, and I think it's like Maslow's hierarchy. Yeah. Um, the higher up the ladder of needs you come, you start thinking at a higher level. So, for example, for me before, it wasn't about serving the people or making a big contribution, when I could barely make any money and I was couldn't like sixty thousand dollars in debt and like had zero money because I'd put all my chips in one bucket, all my eggs in one bucket uh, basket. Because what I did is I'm like. I had already, I was. I told you I was making six figures working as a software developer, 
freelancer. But then what I did is like I gave up all my clients mm-hmm. when I was doing. I started my YouTube thing because I'm like they'll force me to survive from the business. And so then having all that debt, like no clients, zero dollars source wow. of income, it was really tough. But what it allowed me to do is just like find something from nothing, you know, like really commit. So in those days, I couldn't think at a higher level. Like it was just like make money, survive, make money, survive, make money, just survive. And then I, when I could finally survive and I feel like I'm at a point where the company is surviving mm-hmm. and there's no danger to it and it's like it's going to grow. Um, I'm at a very um, challenging moment in my life where I'm trying to really understand the big vision on where this company would grow in the next five to 10 to 25 or 75 years from now. Wow. And how it could leave a legacy even when I'm not there. And ultimately, like you said, we all think about we, 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 and you know, me being on YouTube is like, oh my God, I'm on YouTube. People know me. That's so cool. Except the ultimate business is where you pull yourself out of it. Because right now I'm the biggest bottleneck of the business. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Right. Yeah, yeah. If I get sick, I can't create content. The business will die. So it's not a real business. Wow. And so ultimately, as the business scales, I should be able to pull myself out and let everybody else, like in basketball, you know, the coach can't be doing everything. Right. But if he has a team of people, you know, the the shooting guard and then like the, I don't follow basketball. Forward, centers. Forward, centers. All the good stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All the good stuff. <laughs> so it's like the right players playing in the right positions. So ultimately, you know, one of the things I've thought about is like, maybe I'll turn it into a platform for other creators. Wow. Um, and eventually pull myself out of it. But that's just beginning to murmur in my and marinate in my head and that's something i could not even possibly think about so when you say that it sounds cheesy yes it did mm-hmm. now it doesn't sound cheesy anymore and it's like one of the biggest challenges i'm <laughs> facing because i don't know where it's going to lead and it's very difficult to think about it and one of the reasons i'm going to colombia is just having that mental clarity and peace and not noise dude i, I can't wait to just see what you're going to do with the business i mean I'm excited about the move that you're making. It sucks that we just linked up and and then you're dipping, but uh, <laughs> but the fact is, I think it's um based off what I understand about where your business is, I think it's a wise move, man. I think you're gonna have a lot of traction out of it. I can only imagine what you're gonna be able to un- uncover once you unplug from the U.S.'s kind of you know daily s- systems. We have all of our infrastructure here, and you kind of see it from a thirty thousand foot level, yeah. and you and you can really help maybe impact people in a totally different way. Yeah. I can only imagine how that's gonna how that's gonna lay, especially with just knowing a little bit of your content and how you um, see a lot of people almost trapped in these jobs that they don't really want. Yeah. And this might be, I mean, you never know, man. People are going to be watching what you're up to. Well, dude, um, I really appreciate you coming on to the show. Seriously, man. Yeah. You do it. And um, so your last day is when here in L.A.? Uh, July 15th. July 15th. It's a couple days out, man. My birthday is July 14th. Happy birthday in advance, bro. Yeah, thank you. I could be the first one to tell you that. Yeah, thanks. It's on record. Yeah, got it. Kazi, man, I really appreciate you jumping on the show, man. I look forward to staying tuned. Please tell everybody how to follow you, how to find you. And uh, we're going to be sharing your journey more and more, man. For sure. If you guys want to follow me, you can go to Clever Programmer um, YouTube channel, Clever Kazi Instagram, or cleverprogrammer.com to follow on the website. Thank you, Joel, for having me come in here. This was awesome. Um, Just loved podcasting and vibing and um, 
just chatting, dude. This is awesome. Your whole vibe is deep, man. You know, the very next time that you come through, it's going to be like a two-hour episode. I can already tell you. I would love to, but I'm going to be honest, dude. It's inspiring. I love this. Like, honestly, uh, that day we met and you're like, I'm doing three to four, you know, podcasts. And then you're like flying out to these places. When I went back, I was like producing content. Really? You, yeah. You went back in the lab? Yeah, I went Hell back yeah. in the lab. I was producing content for my course and like YouTube. So it was inspiring and it's awesome. So, you know, and that's just you talking to me. So you doing podcasts and reaching out to people, I think that's incredibly valuable. Dude, it goes both ways, man. You know what, man? Um, People are going to be watching. I'm going to be watching you. I'm, I'm glad to have you in my circle now, man. And uh, even though you're going to be in South America, I'm sure we're going to still be vibing together, bro. Until next time, man. With that said, guys, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning back into the Real Value Exchange. And please go out, rate it, subscribe it, give me your feedback. You can reach me at Joe Alex Lemon on most social media platforms. And check out this website I'm working on. I'm kind of flipping over my old school garbage one. And I'm using uh, Squarespace to update it. And it's a work in progress, but check it out at JoeAlexLemon.Work. Until next time, you guys be great.